I bow to Supreme Almighty God. I bow to saints and sages of all the religions and of all the times. I bow to the lineage of Kriya Yoga Masters. I bow to my Gurudev, Paramahamsa Hariharanandaji, and I bow to my Guruji, Paramahamsa Pragyanandaji. And I bow to the living power of God abiding within you all. Today's talk is uh, spirituality in uh, daily life. Uh, I'm not quite sure I'll be able to finish the whole talk in 45 minutes. So whatever talks remains, I can uh, finish that talk next time when I have to talk on the, uh, on, at Zoom. So spirituality, first let, let us understand what is spirituality. The basic meaning of spirit is breath. It has come from the Latin word spiritus. So spirit means breath. So spirituality is observing the breath or being conscious of our breath. We all are at different levels of spirituality. So uh, depending upon how much we can observe our breath, it can tell us what is our spiritual level. Spirituality does not, I mean, spirituality and religious, religion, they are two different things. Suppose if a person is very religious, it doesn't necessarily mean that that person is spiritual. He may be spiritual or he may not be spiritual. So what, when we say that person is religious, we really generally mean that that person uh, worships God, he goes to church or temple and uh, he prays, he uh, reads scriptures. So that generally determines whether the person is spiritual or not, uh, religious or not. But that person may be spiritual or may not be spiritual. Uh, I read in one of the books by Guruji about two men. You know, they men these two men, they uh, died on the same day at the same time. And then they were taken to God for the judgment. Now, one of the two men was a priest in the temple. He was very religious, going to temple, praying to God, reading scriptures, doing all his puja, worship. While the other man was a hardworking man and he had to feed his family. So he did not have time to go to temple and pray to God. So he was 
वर्किंग हार्ड अर्निंग मनी टू फीड हिज फैमिली सो वेन द टाइम फॉर जजमेंट केम गॉड सेंड दिस प्रिस्ट टू हेल्प एंड ही सेंट दिस दिस हार्ड वर्किंग पर्सन टू हेवन सो दिस प्रिस्ट वॉज रियली सरप्राइज ही वॉन्टेड टू नो वाई वाई ही इज बींग सेंट टू हेल्प सो ही आस्क गॉड सो गॉड वेरी लविंगली काइंडली टोल्ड हिम दैट माई चाइल्ड आई अंडरस्टैंड दैट यू प्रे टू गॉड यू आर गोइंग टू टेम्पल यू वेर डूइंग ऑल दोज थिंग्स बट वॉट इज द वॉट वॉज द कंटेंट ऑफ योर प्रेयर ऑल द टाइम इन द प्रेयर यू आर आस्किंग फॉर दिस थिंग एंड दैट थिंग एंड दिस थिंग एंड यू वॉन्टेड मी टू फुलफिल ऑल योर वर्ल्डली डिजायर्स एंड यू डिड नॉट कीप यून ट्रैक ऑफ द टाइम morning afternoon evening night you kept asking me for many things while this hard working man he had no time for to go to temple or read scriptures but he was a very pure divine person and uh, he worked very hard for his family and with prayer and with love for me he in his heart he didn't pray actually but in his heart he loved me and with that love he did his duty to feed his family so that is why he is being sent to heaven so from this example we can see that if we cannot judge the person whether he is spiritual or not by just seeing what he is doing we have to look within him now as i told that uh, spirit is breath and breath is god in the scriptures it is said that vayuhu pratyaksha devta breath is the direct perceptible god so and what is god god is not some god is formless god is pure in finite consciousness god is peace and calmness god is pure divine love god is joy bliss for eternity so that is god and god is not in the mind god is beyond mind so if we want to reach god if we want to reach that highest state of happiness forever for eternity we should go beyond mind beyond our thoughts and you all know that our mind is very restless so and this breath and mind they are directly linked in other words if our breath is uh, very quick shallow breath then mind becomes very restless mind gets many many thoughts when breath becomes calm quiet tranquil then our breath becomes slow 
So when the breath is slow and tranquil, mind becomes peaceful and calm. So there's a direct link. So if you want to find that highest happiness, if you want to find God, you have to go uh, try to control our breath, make our breath slow and tranquil. And the way to make the breath slow and tranquil is to try and practice to observe the breath, to remain conscious of your breath. If we remain more and more conscious of the breath, we will get less thoughts, more peace, more calmness, more joy, and more happiness. So now, uh, many times uh, we, we, we say that that person is not spiritual at all. What do you mean that that person is not spiritual at all? That means that person is full of negative qualities. His mind is very restless and he has very, hardly very few, almost no positive spiritual qualities. He's full of ego, anger, hatred, resentment, jealousy, greed, selfishness, self-centeredness, fear, apprehension, full of negative qualities, and he hardly has any purity, divine love. So we said that that person is at a very low spiritual level. He's not spiritual at all. But then he said that, oh, that person is spiritual. Means that he has quite a bit of positive qualities, pure divine qualities, and less negative qualities. So we said that person is spiritual. And we said that that person is very spiritual. That means he has many, many divine qualities, very few negative qualities. And when we say that person is highly spiritual, that means that that person has completely all the positive qualities, all the spiritual qualities. He has no negative quality in him. He's full of purity and divine love. So when he, when he, and then we say that that person is highly spiritual. So when person becomes completely free from all his negative qualities, becomes completely pure and divine, then he is highly spiritual and then he is with God. In other words, then he has, at that level, he will attain the highest state of happiness forever, for eternity, because God himself is purity and divine love. God is peace and calmness. So to reach God, to reach that state of peace and calmness, joy and happiness forever, for eternity, we have to, um, we have to become completely pure and divine. So that is the highest level of spirituality. So people in this world are at different levels of spirituality, but we have to reach the highest level of spirituality. Now to reach the highest level of spirituality is not that easy because uh, I said before that, you know, breath is God and people living in the United States breathe the same air that people in Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Africa, India. So they all breathe the same air, of course, there is different pollution levels in different countries, but we breathe basically the same air. So we are all connected with each other 
by the same breath, by the same air that we are breathing. So, and breath is God. So we are connected by that energy of God together. So it is like, you know, um, if suppose there is a, uh, some celebration going on, let's say marriage celebration, there are so many different colors of light, white, yellow, blue, green, uh, red. So, but through all this light, only one electric current is moving or one electric current is flowing. And, and all these lights are connected to the powerhouse or the utility company from where the electricity is coming. Similarly, we all are connected by the same spiritual energy, by energy, and just like different colors of bulb, we uh, exhibit different types of personality, different types of nature, we look different, uh, physically we look different, but basically the same energy is flowing through all of us. So we are connected by the same energy, by the same air, same breath, and through that we are connected to God. So to reach God, we need to make effort to observe our breath as much as we can. Uh, Many people, there is, because we are talking about spirituality in daily life. So many people think that, okay, I will meditate in the morning or evening or night, whatever, maybe 15 minutes, half an hour, one hour, two hours, three hours, whatever he meditates. And he thinks his job is done. He has done his spiritual work. But Sitting with, with, with our eyes closed and meditating is not enough. This meditation should be 24 hours a day. All the time we should be meditating. Now, how can you meditate all the time? As I said before, one simple way is to observe our breath as much as we can. It is very easy just to, we have to just take normal breath and just observe the breath. At the same time, we know it is extremely difficult to remain conscious of the breath all the time. But we have to try. Uh, you know, uh, one time uh, somebody asked Gurudev, Baba Hariyaramanji, that people in the West meditate for a long time. So Gurudev said, yes, you are right. People in the West meditate for the long time, but sadly, they do not bring that meditation in their daily life. They meditate, yes, long time. But then when they are done with their meditation, they come back to the same people as they are. They don't change. They have the same bad habits, same bad characteristics. They don't try to change themselves. So that is what is happening with most of the people. It is more important, it's very, very important to try to change ourselves to become better people, become more spiritual and divine. So meditation and prayer, they are needed. And, but they are basically the tools we use to become better person in, this, in, our, in our life. 
and these are just the tools. Now, it is it is very difficult, you know, to uh, to observe the breath all the time. It is also very difficult to um, to concentrate, to meditate, uh, to become a better person. Why? Because over the period of many, many, many lifetimes, we have made our mind very restless because of our desires, ambitions to do this and that. Our mind has become very restless. And uh, we have, because in order to fulfill those worldly desires, uh, we have developed many negative qualities like ego, anger, hatred, selfishness, self-centeredness, all these negative qualities we have developed. And it took many, many lifetimes to be what we are today in this life. So now, if you want to become a better person, if you want to observe your breath, your breath as much as you can, and uh, in order to become uh, peaceful and calm, uh, more spiritual and divine, it will take time because it took many, many lifetimes to become what we are today. So to clean the, all that up, our negatives, it will take time. So another thing we have to remember very well, we have to be very well aware that, yes, I want to become happy forever. And for that, I need the tools like prayer and meditation. But I have to have lots of patience because I cannot change myself overnight. It may take depending upon how much negative qualities we have in this life or depending upon what spiritual level we have brought in this life from previous lives. And depending upon how much effort we make in this life to change ourselves, not only meditating every day and praying every day, but also consciously trying ourselves to become better people in this world. It, depending upon that, it may take some time. So we have to have lots of patience and lots of perseverance and lots of determination that I want to change. I will change myself and become a better person. So you can see the spirituality, the state of the mind, the breathing, all these are connected. Now, uh, we can see uh, that in our daily life, we have, you know, depending upon the situation, many times we become angry, we become upset, we behave very selfishly. So, but many people are doing this thing, but they are not even aware of that thing, that they are behaving like this. So to change ourselves to become a better person, it is extremely important to, um, to do the self-analysis or introspection. So I will say two things, you know, one, we, many of you have heard of Patanjali. Patanjali says that yoga, in any first chapter, second, I think it is second verse. He says, yoga chitta vritti nirodha. So yoga is the control of the thoughts in the mind. So we have to control the thoughts. For that, we have to control our breath. We have to be aware of our breath. And we have to, and that will also help us to become more pure and divine. 
So yoga, chitta-bhakti nirodha, this is yoga to control the thoughts in the mind. Now we have to do introspection, observe uh, our thoughts, observe our mind and do the self-analysis. So again, Patanjali in the second chapter, first verse, he's saying, tapaha svadhyaya isvara prani dhanani kriya yoga. This kriya yoga is the integration of uh, discipline, uh, effort, or karma yoga. Swadhyaya means study of the scriptures, but it also means self-study, analysis of the uh, self-analysis, self-introspection. So um, observing our mind, that is um, study of the self. So that is also Patanjali saying that Kriya Yoga, you need to do that and then love and devotion for God and Gurus and also uh, surrender to God. So now, so Patanjali also saying that it is one of the very uh, needed aspect of spirituality is to do the self-analysis. Maybe um, before we bed, go to bed in the night, we can start doing the self-analysis. What did I do? What did I do? How did I behave during the whole, during the whole day? Did I become angry? Why I became angry? Would I have prevented myself to become angry? Uh, was, he, was I upset? Was it necessary? Why I became upset? So if we do the self-analysis, how I behaved, what I did, then uh, we can know our defects because most of the people behave badly, but they don't even know that they have bad qualities. You know, Guruji uh, was saying, he was saying that um, he, he has a long piece of beard and uh, when the food gets stuck in the beard, him so many times may, may not know, but then the person sitting next to him with gesture, he tells that there's a food sticking in the beard. So he cleans it up. So that is one way. So if you have a bad qualities, negative qualities, we are not aware of it many times. But if somebody who really loves us, who, uh, who has a goodwill for us, and who really wants to help us, he will lovingly tell us that, you know, this is your negative quality. This is your defect. Try to correct it. Not in a um, harsh, uh, harsh way or in a way of, for, in a criticizing way, but he will tell us very lovingly that this is the negative quality you have to change. So that is one way we can know our negative qualities. Another way we can know our negative quality, or another way, let's say that, take the example of the food sticking to the beer, is that you look in the mirror and you can see the food is sticking to the beer. Similarly, another way to know our negative qualities, uh, to become aware of our negative qualities, is to uh, do the self-analysis, introspection, so we can know what negative qualities we have, and then we can make efforts to correct ourselves. But if we are not even aware of our negative qualities, how we are going to try to correct that? Because many people um, in this world, they are very self-centered. Some people, quite a few people in this world are like, you know, they say that my way or highway. 
you know, you know that's kind of way you might have heard that. So they say, do the things in my way, whatever I like. Otherwise, just move away from here. So people are like that. So in order to become a better person, we have to learn how to make adjustment, how to make compromise with people, uh, how to um, become selfless. Instead of doing everything with our own way, we have to see the things from other people's eye. You know, one philosopher said that if we can see the world through other people's eyes, half of the world's problem will go away. That means if we can see the things from other people's point of view, then many, many problems of this world will go away. But we don't see the things from other people's point of view. We, our tendency is to see the negative qualities in others, and we don't see the good positive qualities in other people. Sometimes we see it, but we are more inclined to see the negatives in others, while we don't see our own negative qualities. So, Sarda Devi, you know, uh, divine companion of uh, Ramakrishna Paramahamsa, she says that looking at the fault in other people is not our job. That is the job of masters, leave it to masters to, um, um, to see the faults in other people. So Guruji also was saying that uh, some people were telling him that, you know, why we see um, fault in other people? So Guruji says, that, yeah, you know, when you see the faults in other people, pray to God, oh God, why all these things are visible to me? Why I right away see the fault in other people? It is not my job to look at the faults in other people. I have come to this world to feel some peace, some calmness, some joy, happiness, and love toward other people. So pray like that, oh, so pray to God, oh God, this is what I want to do in this world, so make me a better person. So praying like that uh, will help us to become a better person. So always Guruji, you know, he, I, you might, some of you might have heard him, uh, I heard many, many times from him that uh, my life is not for me, my life is for others. What did he mean? What does he mean? That he wants to help other people on their spiritual path. The masters help other people to become better person, better people, um, to become more spiritual and divine and find a state of happiness to make them free from all their sufferings and unhappiness in life. So uh, it is very important to do the self-analysis and to try to see our own negative qualities, not look at the faults in other people. Now, how we behave in this, uh, in this world? I, I can give you some, some stories, not actually stories, this is something really happened and I have heard from, mainly from Guruji, not even directly from him, but indirectly from him, I heard some of the uh, stories. 
So uh, he's telling about a couple, husband and wife. Uh, wife was not working, she was housewife. Husband was working in the office. So one morning, uh, he, he got up, he went upstairs to brush his teeth. Uh, now, actually, uh, yeah, he, he went upstairs to brush his teeth and then after brushing his teeth, he, he came down to eat his breakfast to, before he goes to work. So after he came down to eat the breakfast, wife went upstairs to brush her teeth and she started shouting and screaming from upstairs. Husband was in downstairs. She started screaming and shouting. How many times I told you to flatten the toothpaste tube bottom up? But you don't listen to me. You press the tube wherever you like, and this looks the toothpaste tube looks very ugly. She started shouting. So husband was started reacting, and he started um, shouting back at her. And this way, the quarrel started and his day was ruined even before he goes to work. Now, uh, instead of behaving like this, what wife could have done? There are two things she could have done. One, that uh, when she sees that that toothpaste tube is uh, not just bottom up, uh, she should think that, you know, yes, I cannot expect my brother, my husband to be like me. He's different than me, so I have to accept the way he is. And But he has some very good qualities. So I should look at his good qualities, not bad qualities, and, uh, and, and tolerate whatever his habits are. He, she, she, she must think that I should tolerate his habit. That is one way, oh, and then, um, she can still do some do something to make him to to make him change the bad habit. So uh, not right away, but after uh, he comes back from work, after they did, eat their dinner, when they sit down together, then when husband is in a relaxed mood, then she can very lovingly uh, can tell him that you know you do this toothpaste tube, you press anywhere, it looks, tube, tube looks, doesn't look very good. So it is good idea, it is good practice to flatten the tube bottom up. Try to talk to him lovingly with understanding. So if you do that, he may change, he may change his habit. Now, again, the habits are formed and they are not easy to change because all these habits are crystallized in the mind from so many past lives. So to change those habits takes time, but at least every now and then, uh, whenever he does that, remind him very lovingly, very uh, uh, politely remind him to change his habit. So slowly, gradually, he can change his habit. Okay, this is one way. Another way is, uh, instead of um, shouting and quarreling with him, about the way he is using his toothpaste tube, they can get two toothpaste tubes. Husband can 
press his toothpaste tube the way he wants, and the wife can press it going bottom up, flattening bottom up. So that way the problem is solved. But she has to learn to tolerate his um, bad habit. Okay. So, but this way, you know, if you become a little bit considerate of other person, instead of becoming totally self-centered, you become considerate of other person and um, talk to that person lovingly with consideration, then uh, uh, we can make, bring happiness in life. And that is spirituality. That is the spirituality in daily life. Spirituality is not just for half an hour, sit down and meditate and pray. Do this, we need these tools to, because prayer and meditation are very, very powerful tools to uh, purify ourselves. But along with that, we need self-analysis, self-introspection. We need that svadhyaya to correct ourselves. And we should try to learn to look at the things from other person's point of view, and we have to accept and tolerate other people because not everybody is similar. Not everybody is same. They may be different than us. So we have to try to tolerate them. Now, I can give you another example. Uh, husband and wife, they had two daughters. Young daughters, maybe three year, five year old, and uh, husband has learned kriya yoga, and he was practicing kriya yoga meditation for some time. Wife was not interested in meditation, but um, wife was uh, wife did not like that husband was meditating. So. Um, what husband was, you know, in the morning, he will uh, go to his room, close the door and meditate. Wife did not like it. So what she did, she told her, her uh, their two daughters, let's see, daddy's inside. Go inside and talk to him. So these little girls, they are very innocent. So they just opened the door, saw daddy sitting there with eyes closed. So she started telling him, daddy, daddy, daddy. So, um, but he opened his eyes, looked at these two girls and then uh, he uh, told them, come on, come here. And he said, one daughter, sit on my left here on the left-hand side. Another daughter, she said, sit on my left on the right-hand side. And very lovingly, kindly, he started talking to them. And then after some time, he says to them, that, see what I'm doing? I sit down on the floor and see what I'm doing. And then practice whatever I'm doing, try to do that. So um, he put um, two daughters, they sat down on the floor. They started looking at the daddy. They, he closed his eyes. So, and then, then he's, he was um, uh, taking deep inhalation, holding the breath, bowing down, exhaling. So they were watching him and they started imitating him um, and started doing whatever he was doing. So like this, he, he was handling this particular situation. And also uh, in their daily life, he would um, talk to 
talked to these two daughters and his wife very lovingly. Now, why wife was behaving like that? Because she was afraid, there was a fear in her that her husband, if he manages so much, if he goes too much into Kriya Yoga, he will forget me, he will run away from me, or he, her fear maybe that he loves uh, Kriya Yoga meditation more than he loves me. So she had all these expectations from him and the fear that he may not love him enough or he loves Kriya Yoga more, comparison that he loves Kriya Yoga more than me. And, and that was, that insecurity was troubling her. So to handle that insecurity, she took this approach, which is not the right way of uh, handling the situation. But her husband, now look from the husband's point of view, her husband was meditating for some time. So he was becoming more spiritual and divine. So he saw, he tried to figure out why his wife is doing this. And he realized that his wife is feeling insecure, that she feels that, you know, if I meditate, I'll give more importance to meditation and less to her. I will stop loving her, love, love her less, love more to Kriya Yoga. So he um, assured her by his behavior, you know, that he loves her very much. He loves the two daughters very much. So because and then after some time, after a few months or after a year, his wife saw that her husband, instead of becoming less loving, he is loving more. He love, he's loving me more. He loves our daughter, daughters also more. So she realized that he's doing something good. So then after a few months or a year, he asked her husband that I also want to learn Kriya Yoga. Can you take me? Uh, to the guru or to the teacher to learn Kriya Yoga. So her husband says, okay, I'll take you there. And she got initiation. So this is the how he handled the situation um, because he could see the things from other person's point of view instead of looking at the things from his own selfish point of view. Because he could have, if suppose, I mean, if was not meditating for, or forget about meditating long time or not, but Suppose he's not reached little higher spiritual level. He's, he's, suppose he's at very slow, very low spiritual level. Even if he's meditating or not, doesn't matter. But suppose he's at a very low spiritual level, then how he would react? He would just get angry with his wife. That you, don't you see that I'm meditating here and uh, you send, intentionally send these two daughters to me uh, to disturb my meditation and he'll start quarreling and then wife will react and life will become, their life will become very unhappy, quarrelsome. So that is not spirituality in daily life. Spirituality in daily life is to see the things at others' point of view. Now, as I told you that uh, uh, to become spiritual, we also need to control the thoughts in the mind. And we know our mind is so restless. Um, if you try to control the mind, Mm, sit down, let's say even five minutes or 10 minutes, close our eyes and try to see and determine that, decide that I will not get any thoughts and see how many thoughts you get in 10 minutes. So it is, mind is very restless. 
Um, so, and uh, what, uh, uh, so many thoughts, how to control the mind? We have to observe the mind. We have to look at our, uh, observe our thoughts. So this is uh, very important to do that. And to, to, and the mind becomes restless so that because um, that is the nature of the mind, to, uh, to become restless, um, to get many thoughts. And many, many, most of the thoughts coming to the mind are negative thoughts. So then how to, how to control the mind? There is, there is one way, as I told you, meditation, prayer, introspection, self-study. But another thing you can do is to keep mind busy into good things. Guruji says, you know, that um, lazy mind is crazy mind. Or he also says that idle mind is devil's workshop. So we have to, if you want to control these negative thoughts in the mind, and you know what is happening is that we want to become happy. And, uh, and only way we know, unless we reach high spiritual level, we know that to become happy, the easiest way to become happy is through attaining worldly objects. So we try to get worldly objects like nice house, nice car. And when we get that thing, we become happy. But we all know that is only temporary happiness. It is not permanent happiness. Permanent happiness is beyond mind, beyond thoughts where God is, and God is himself is pure divine love. And pure divine love, joy, happiness, and peace. So we have to go beyond mind. So to become spiritual, to become happy, we have to control the thoughts in the mind. So one way to do is that keep mind occupied, keep the mind busy, into something. So several things that we can do several things. One, as I told you before, try to observe your breath as much as you can. Second thing, whenever we become free, read some scriptures or read some good spiritual inspiring books by written by spiritual people or highly realized people. So those books uh, will inspire us through the writing. We know autobiography of Yogi, Yoganandji, even through his writing, has inspired many people uh, to learn Kriya Yoga. So these masters are very powerful. Even through the writing, they send positive energy towards us. Or if you know some mantra, when we become free, we chant that mantra. Or if not mantra, if you know some devotional song, we can keep singing devotional songs. So this is the way we can keep our mind occupied into good things. And that will also help us to reduce the negative thoughts. And as the negative thoughts are reduced, uh, mind will become calm and peaceful, and that will help us to become more spiritual, more divine. So um, many ways um, to become spiritual and divine. And we should try to um, use all these ways to make our life happier. Because, uh, you know, uh, I'll give you one example. Say, uh, you, you might have seen phonographic record. 
the record is rotating and the pin causing friction on the record and that creates a beautiful melodious sound. But now if there's a groove in the record, what happens? The pin gets stuck in the groove and it makes very annoying, irritating noise. So similarly, this life is like a very beautiful melodious music, but because we have many, many negative qualities from many past lifetimes, uh, the, the, the pin of our focus gets stuck into that grooves that we have created in our mind from so many past lifetimes, grooves of negative qualities and bad nature, bad habits. So pin gets stuck and our life is beautiful music, but because the pin of our, of our focus gets stuck into the groove of all our negative qualities, negative habits, it makes very annoying sound. That means it makes our life unhappy um, and creates sadness, sorrow in our life. So we have to try to change uh, uh, ourselves this way. Now, um, I still, uh, there are a lot of things I still need to talk about uh, how to practice spirituality in daily life. So whenever my chance comes next time to talk, I'll continue this talk next time because there are so many other things we need to do to become better person, okay? To become more spiritual and divine. So we'll talk about it next time. But thank you very much. And let us now um, meditate uh, for 15 minutes. Uh, it is not a Kriya Yoga meditation, it is general meditation. So please uh, sit straight in his chair, in your chair, close your eyes. Breathe normally, just observe your breath. Normal breathing, but observe, breath is going in, breath is coming out. See, who is inhaling and exhaling? God, our soul, hiding inside our head, is tirelessly inhaling and exhaling and keeping us alive. So continuously observe your breath. Be very alert. Do not allow any thoughts in your mind. If a thought comes, thought may come, it is not easy to become free from all the thoughts. But if a thought comes, just observe your thought. It will slowly go away and then keep your mind focused on your breath. Also keep your little attention inside your head about, about uh, three to four inches inside your head from the midpoint between the two eyebrows or seven to 10 centimeters inside your head from the midpoint between the two eyebrows. Our soul is there. It is near pituitary gland. Soul is God, God is love. So remain there with love. Observing, keeping little attention in the breath. Now, 
Take slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring pure love within. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Spread peace around you. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring pure love within. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Give peace to others. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Pure divine love. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Give peace to others. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring pure divine love within. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Give peace to others. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Pure divine love. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Give peace to others. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring pure divine love. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Peace. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring pure love within. Hold the breath. Holding the breath, bend forward as much as you can. If you are sitting on the chair, keep your legs apart and bend forward as much as you can. If you are sitting on the floor, if you can touch your forehead to the ground, it will be good. But don't try beyond your capacity. Bend as much as you can. If you cannot touch your forehead to the ground, don't overdo it. Bend forward, exhale, normal breathing. Remain in a bending position, keeping your focus, your concentration near the soul center inside your head between the two eyebrows. Observe your breath. You have exhaled your breath, breathe normally and observe the breath. Breath is going in, breath is coming out. Concentrating between the two eyebrows near the soul center. Keep little attention in the breath. Normal breathing. Be very alert. Do not allow any thoughts in your mind. If the thought comes, just observe your thought, it will go away. Continuous attention inside your head in the space, a little attention in your breath.
feel that peace and calmness. Soul is God. God is peace and calmness. God is joy and happiness. So remain there with love. Feel that peace, calmness, love. Keeping your little attention in the breath. Now take slow, long, deep inhalation. Hold the breath. Holding the breath, slowly sit up and exhale. Normal breathing. Your back is straight. Observe the breath. Normal breathing. Just observe your breath. As I said before in the talk, Vayuhu Pratyaksa Devta. Breath is the direct perceptible God. More you observe our breath, more peace, more calmness. Now take slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring peace within. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Give pure divine love to others. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring peace within. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Give pure love to others. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring peace within. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Spread pure love around you. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring peace within. 
Slow, long, deep exhalation. Spread divine love. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring peace within. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Spread pure love around you. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring peace within. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Pure divine love. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring peace within. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Pure divine love around you. Slow, long, deep inhalation. Bring peace within. Slow, long, deep exhalation. Spread pure love to others. Normal breathing. Breathe normally. Keep your attention between the two eyebrows. Three to four inches inside your head near the pituitary gland or seven to 10 centimeters inside your head from the midpoint between the two eyebrows. Your soul is there, God is there. God is peace and calmness. God is pure divine love, joy and bliss. So remain with that. Remain in joy, peace, love. The scriptures say, or masters say, we have come from joy. We have to grow in joy and we have to merge into joy. So when we become completely spiritual and divine, higher spiritual level, we'll be full of joy, we become joy itself. So there'll be no sorrow, no unhappiness, no suffering. Divine love, every moment for eternity. So remain inside with God, with your soul. Feel that peace. Feel that calmness. Feel that pure love, joy. Continuously observe your breath. Observing the breath, remaining conscious of our breath, 
is itself meditation. That is spirituality in daily life. Please open your eyes. With eyes open, keep a blank, unfocused look. Observe your breath with eyes open. Feel that peace and calmness. Feel that higher level of consciousness. Thank you all. Sarve Bhavantu Sukhinaha, Sarve Santu Niramayaha, Sarve Bhadrani Pasyantu, Ma Kaschit Dukhbhagavavet. May everybody be happy and healthy. May everybody see the auspicious sight. Let no one share in the sorrow and suffering. Everybody full of joy, happiness. God bless you all. I bow to you all. God bless you all.